You're listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hello, everyone. I'm Alison. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Soggy Bottom Girls, ready to talk about Biscuit Week. Cookie Week. It, yes, another Cookie Biscuit Week. Uh, this time in real time, which is kind of fun. It's happening as we speak, unfolding yes. and undulating and moving. It's organic and it's it's new for us too. So it's not a season or an episode that we have talked about and watched hundreds of times. It's brand new to us. But I want to start by talking about the opener again, like we did last week with the Achy Breakies. The two biscuits, <laughs> like they're dressed up like biscuits. Um, okay. Did you grow up eating those? What What are they called? You know, it's like you get a strawberry one and a, and a chocolate one and a vanilla one in the packets. What are those yes. called? What are they called? We call them wafer cookies. Wafer, we call them wafer yeah, cookies. Yeah, sugar wafers. Sugar wafers. Sugar wafers. Yep, 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 yep. You're and right. literally as a kid, you're like, all I want is that hunk of lard in the middle, that pink yeah. thing of lard. Yeah. And, be- and it was no, who was it? Matt? Yeah, Matt was dressed up like that one. And I'm like, there is no way on God's green earth that <laughs> that Paul would ever eat a store-bought sugar wafer. Come on. Because you know what? The wafer part of that cookie is so flavorless. It's like rice paper. It feels like rice paper. It's bad. It's not a good cookie. It's not a quality item, but man, mm, they are really good if you like eating sugary lard, which I do. I always preferred the pink and the white. Yes. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Yes. Those are my go did you peel them apart as Tooth a kid? Out of the pink, the Neapolitan colors, right? Yes. I sometimes would, and then realized that, yeah, it was like eating paper. So I kept it mm-hmm. together. So, yeah, keep it together. Yeah. And then you can't dunk them because they're just, they would just get greasy. They wouldn't get nice and soggy. So, anyway, I just had to talk about that because it was a pretty, I liked the way they looked as cookies. As opposed to people dressed in mullets and Western wear. Um, <laughs> I can't get over achy breaky tart or flaky pastry tart. I can't get over it, but we are going to have to get over it. <laughs> well, we had spoken um, outside of the podcast about the humor and how it's not high humor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's not that it was with Mel and Sue, but yet there was a little more, I don't know. I accepted their puns so much more and just enjoyed them so much more thoroughly. Matt, I cannot get my head <sighs> I know. around I know. his sense of humor. I'm not even saying like he's terribly unfunny. But it just is too much. It's too much. He's it's too ju- much. I don't know, know. I don't even dislike him. I just. When I look at my Facebook groups, you know, I'm in like three or four different Facebook um, British Bake Off groups. And so many people are like, we miss Mel and Sue so yeah. much. And I don't know if they're people from UK or people from here, but 
you know, and, and I, I have to say, the more you think about, you know, like pick your favorite show that had se- several seasons, Friends or Seinfeld or I don't yes. know, How You Met Your Mother or whatever you're into, the la- the later seasons, you're like, well, yeah. Okay, MASH, let's just say, because I'm 100 years old. <laughs> the later MASHes, you're like, Mm, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch the early ones, you know? And so when now that you're thinking about the humor, it's like, man, it is forced. It is yeah. so forced. And especially when they're speaking to the contestants and they're like trying to make something funny out of what some of the contestants are doing. And I'm just like, man, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Do you have any examples? You said you had examples. Uh, well, now, now you've put me in the spot. There was just, I don't know. I, I guess I'm thinking of episode one again, of a lot of the puns and things of them, you know, even Matt saying, you know, talking to them in a really loud voice and saying, did you hear me? And then repeating himself and repeating himself. And then him saying, well, I couldn't hear because I have an inner ear infection. Do you remember that moment? And just stuff no. like that. I'm just like, that was just not it funny. It must have mentally oh, blocked it. Yeah. But you did enjoy the German meet the Flintstones. I thought, boy, I did not enjoy that. I actually thought that was terrible. Given an awful lot of time to this, you know, a lot well, of time. And then he was like, I don't even really... You know, he said, would you like to hear the themes song to the Flintstones and Germans? And he, there's this big pause and he just says, yes. <laughs> like, I, I guess I have to say yes. You're getting you're you're a very anyway, good sport. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and he did. He did. I don't know. Do you have any reference for who Matt is? He's um, a comedian. Bridesmaids. Or, bridesmaids. And also... Um, he was Tweedledee and Tweedledum in Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. No, I can't yeah. picture that at all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. And I thought, uh, I think he, uh, he enjoys like no that hate. cringy just, humor. Yeah, I think he does too. Mm-hmm. I think he does too. I don't know. I, yeah, let's just suffice it to say I miss Melon too. Yes. Yeah. But you should watch their show. Anyway, Hitman. Back to Brandy Snaps. Shall we talk about Brandy Snaps? Yeah. So this week's uh, Signature Bake was all about Brandy Snaps, Mm -hmm. which who knew they could get so diverse? I guess that comes from all the different fillings and... I don't have a frame of reference because I've never made no brandy snap. How about <laughs> I you? I have made them. I have made them, but I just made the very, very basic ones with, you know, mm-hmm. um, just sugar and uh, caro syrup, I guess, and butter. And they're, they're fun. They're interesting. Um, it, they're, they'll burn the heck out of your fingers, you know, when you're trying to roll them. I used, oh. I used a spoon, like an oiled spoon, and just rolled it around. And, uh, they, you know, they looked really, really impressive. And I actually dipped mine in chocolate, the ends, but I did mm-hmm. not fill them. But I think they would have been really, okay. They were filled with some kind of cream. 
But um, when I was looking at everybody's like, oh, so everybody's just going to go coffee, coffee flavored. And I've talked to you before, but I'm like, you want to go safe? Coffee and chocolate. Those are the two amazing flavors that almost everybody loves. And boy, did we see a lot of that with these brandy snaps. We did. However, there was a couple interesting ones like George, who we didn't talk about much last time, but he, well, he's into the Cypriot flavors. Mm -hmm. So he had orange blossoms and pistachios and a cinnamon brandy snap. Um, I thought those sounded really interesting. They sounded good. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. And Amanda made one with stem ginger and an orange cream. And then I guess she added like a sesame to it, which I think the judges really liked that combination. Mm-hmm. Something about that really worked well. Her method was different from everyone else's. Everyone else had a cooked, a cooked um, mixture, and hers was not. It was called the cold method. So, but you know, when I made these, and I I, I saw it in the uh, in the cookbook, and they're like, drop it by quarter teaspoons. Onto the, you know, I'm like, uh-uh, it's not quarter teaspoon. No, it is. Uh, well, when Mushika was weighing hers out, I was like, oh my gosh, that's going to be the brand new snap. She had these tiny little marbles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the world? Yep. And poor thing. She went to excruciating levels to make them all weigh the same and everything else and hers came out kind of uneven it was kind yep. of funny how that happened um, yeah, when she'd you, been so never methodical know. about yeah uh, they just spread um, it's 100 spread you know yeah yep um christelle who uses an apple but well she and lizzie both kind of go with this apple flavored themed brandy snap but did you catch that christelle um, who lives at home, I think we established last week, mm-hmm. has two sisters named Chanel and Carell. Did you like, catch that? Carell like the dishes? Yeah. <laughs> her, her sisters are, she's Christelle, okay. and she's a sister, Chanel and Carell. Girl, I totally missed that. That's <laughs> okay. I guess they were hoping for a girl group there. I get exactly. I don't know, but I mean, Christelle, I guess could be a name. Sherelle. Yes. That's what I, when I would like nickname my sister-in-law, we would say Sherelle and says Cheryl. Uh Um, But Corel, that's, that's a very sturdy kind of dish. That's supposed to not break when you drop it. (laughs) I use Corel. Just saying. Well, Christelle makes a sharp apple. Brandy snap. And then Lizzie does as well, but she's, she's kind of riffing on apple pie. And I think she adds apple brandy to hers as well. Um, I have just notes about her accent on every every time I I write down her name. (laughs) If I didn't love her enough, she skipped her practice session in the practice tent to do what? To watch Harry Potter. Uh, I'm like, Lizzie, uh, uh, I love you. And I'm sure everyone around the world was like, yes, Lizzie's our new favorite. She's amazing. 
Right. The only acceptable answer for you particularly is that mm-hmm. she would be watching Harry Potter. That well, was really funny to me. If she was watching Moonstruck, I would allow it because that's my second <laughs> <laughs> What? No. No. I that's love not that your movie. Favorite movie. I love that movie so much. Oh no. I know there's no, a lot of people that hate that up. movie. It doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. Yes, it, it does. does. Hold up. It's a oh beautiful movie. I want everyone out there to to chime in with me and tell the tell me how much they love Moonstruck with Cher. Come on, someone forward this. That is podcast so funny because Cher. I was listening to someone else. <laughs> someone was hating on that movie and talking what? about how how when it came out, Cher was like considered brave for putting like a gray streak in her hair to make herself look older. <laughs> you know, know, like yeah. just all these weird weird elements and when he when he's down in the base and like talking about when she goes to meet him oh, God, oh do you want me to do movie. it let me do the yes. line for you okay, are you ready it. do it because anna because yes. i've watched it so many times at my house my kids like mock the movie you know no, and, and i lost my hand <laughs> i lost my bride johnny is his hand johnny is his bride you want me to put my heart in away and forget Huh, sweetie? <laughs> but you know what? We could totally talk about that movie because what is his job? He's a baker. He's a bread baker. I shoveled this hot dough out of this hot hole in the wall and I should be so happy, right? Sorry, I could do the whole movie. Oh my movie. gosh, that's amazing. Yes, bread. That is amazing. Bread, bread and I sweat. <laughs> Come on, you guys, help me out here. <laughs> oh, I did not know this about you. I just assumed it... <laughs> I really thought it Allison was Allison thought that Harry I had Potter. taste, but I don't yep. have taste. <laughs> I thought it was Harry Potter and then any Brendan Fraser movie afterwards. Oh, Brendan <laughs> Fraser making a comeback. He's hot on TikTok. Did you know? He's making I a didn't comeback. Know. Yeah. I didn't know, but I knew he was trying to come back. Yes. There is an outpouring of love for Brendan Fraser. I'm yeah. going to tell you about that. Yeah, I do love him. Well, Brendan Fraser... I think just had a very normal reaction, a normal life that happened because of fame, like a bad divorce and like kind of messed up head after that. I mean, just like real people experience grief and stuff. And it's just that he was, you know, in front of everybody. But anyway, yeah. BF forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. BFF. BFF yes. forever. All right. Where back were we? To, back to back the... Back to Brandy uh, Snaps. Yes. <laughs> but I thought all the coffee ones, yes. Christelle's were bad. I put a frowny face, face by hers. Mm. Well, what about Chig's espresso martini? Was there Did was there booze in there? I, I guess so. I'm trying to think I of put, where he would have put the booze. All I wrote was an espresso martini. Well, maybe in the cream. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it, it Freya also did the coffee thing, the brandy snappuccino, she called it. Um, how many times did she say cap cappuccino? Yeah. Cappuccino. Make, make it say cappuccino. Yeah. That was funny. She kind of has a little vocal fry. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I like her, though. She has mm-hmm. the longest hair ever. Does she, did you what does she that? do with it? Her hair is... Does she, she tie it up? Yeah, she ties it up. Okay. She has very, very crystal gale blonde oh. hair. 
Maybe she's growing it for lacks of love. (laughs) (laughs) Not a funny thing to laugh at. I don't know why it just struck me as funny. I think, did we donate? I think my daughter did once. My daughter, Anna did when she was little. Is that still around? Yeah, I think it's still a thing. They can make such beautiful synthetic hair now. I wonder. Anyway. I don't know. Talk about a side street. That was totally okay. a side street. Anybody else's brandy snaps stand out to you or sound delicious? Oh, Giuseppe's had a good snap. Lizzie's were delicious. Maggie's were underbaked, but chewy and had a good flavor. Jürgen's had a good texture. Um... I noticed there was a lot of cardamom going around in this episode, like in Jurgen's uh, Brandy Snaps. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of cardamom going on in somebody's, um, in a lot of the uh, gingerbread in the Showstopper. And I think I've talked about cardamom before because I bought it for something that I made over quarantine as a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I might try a batch of gingerbread with uh, some cardamom in it just to see what happens because um, mm-hmm. I've got so much of it and I literally don't know what to do with it. So I think I'm going to give that a go. It was just like in the air, you know, that spice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No better time of year to do that. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to move on to jammy biscuits? Oh gosh. Yes. And this me, was hard. I, I think it's like an Oreo. You know, and not like it, it's not like an Oreo, but you they buy them. It'd be like us oh. saying, make an Oreo. Because she's oh, like, why would yes. you make a jammy biscuit when this is, you buy these? Like, you would never, never buy a vanilla wafer. You Or make right. a vanilla wafer. You buy a vanilla wafer. So I think that's what they're saying. Um, right. I feel like right. the, when you consider you have to cut it out and then you have to stamp it. And then you have to cut out the little heart, man, Mm. cutting out cookies is such a pain in the butt. And I always tell like people who don't bake a lot because they're like, how did you get your cutout? Which I don't enjoy that much. Cut out cookies. Mm -hmm. How'd you get your cutouts to come out so nice? The the tip is, and I probably said it before, you stand, you know, cut the cookie out and remove the excess. Don't move the cookie. That's what you want. And right. in this case, if you right. had the opportunity to chill it, that's how you could get that heart out at the end. But I wonder, right. I, I, I know that some people stamped them when they were, after they were baked, I think it was Roshika. But to me, I think it would have been easier, and I know you're not supposed to, but to bake it, having with the fluted edge, stamp it, bake it, and then cut, punch the heart out baked. That seemed like that would be the easiest thing to do. But I don't know if anybody did that. But it was too many steps for those little I don't know either. Too many, too fiddly, and too... fiddly. Yeah. uh, uh, One of those stressful technicals, for sure. Deceptively difficult, in the words of Pro. Right. And the technical last week, the malt loaf, not difficult looking, not Mm -hmm. stress causing at all, just... I mean, why would you was more my question. Not mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. not that it was stressful, but this was one of those stressful ones because of the, all the fiddle. Yeah. I would like to make these little beady stuff. And just as you're describing all the punch outs. Yeah. Um, 
But I think if I made them, I would just cut, you know, use a cookie cutter, cut it out and not worry about any of the fluting or the heart thing, even though it's cute, you know, just make it a sandwich cookie. Right. But I, I have think you it ever would made taste a sandwich good. cookie? Yes. Oh, you have? Yes. Oh, um, okay. One of my most favorite things, I love peanut butter. I love it. I think it's just so American, but I made the best sandwich peanut butter cookies ever. They were so incredible. It was like, do you like Nutter oh, wow. Butters? Do you grow up on Nutter Butter? Come no. on. You've had one though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Shaped like a peanut. Yeah. Yes. Um, these were like the world's greatest Nutter Butter, but it was so, you know, in the words of these guys, short, like crumbly, crumbly, rather than like, I think a Nutter Butter is good, but the cookie itself is a little cardboardy. You know, uh, yeah. not not crumbly and nice the way you want a cookie to be. Um, but yeah, my sandwich peanut butter cookies were probably some of the best peanut butter cookies I've ever had. So, yes, wow. I've made sandwich cookies. <laughs> when I think of sandwich cookies here, I think of those cookies. I think they're called Hydrox cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, just, it's, it's, it's the original like Oreo. And a Hydrox like came out before Oreo. They're super crisp, probably, I suppose, uh, before Americans got so sugar crazed. Yes. They're not very sweet at all. And they're very, very cardboardy. Um, mm-hmm. I just, ugh. Uh, yeah, Hydrox cookies, yuck. But that's what I think of when I think of a sandwich biscuit because not my thing. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Well, this I mean, even when you seem... make a when you make a macaron, that's a sandwich cookie, is it not? Well, you're right. Mm-hmm. But those are those are fancy, though. They are <laughs> fancy. Probably the fanciest fanciest sandwich cookie around. I just took notes on sort of the bottom. Um, consisted of Rashika, and I just wrote Jazz because. He has one of those names where I feel like there's Jarzino, 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 Jarzino. I think it rhymes also with Cher, at the Jarzino, Jarzino. Um, but the top three, Freya in the top again, uh, Giuseppe was number two and Jurgen was number mm-hmm. one. Um, He's the one to beat. Yeah. Again, those two precision guys that kind of make sense with the, for sure. Cutting out part and getting the heart perfect. Uh, I, you can totally imagine them getting that very well done. Yep. Because they are precision bakers. Yes, they are. Yeah. But can um, so, you remember how we talked about Jurgen's eyebrows last week? Um, yeah. Can we also say that, I mean, I know it's not my business. And obviously, I don't have amazing hair. But Giuseppe... The curly mullet, <laughs> it's really not working for me. It just seems a little noodly. Do you agree? I do. Okay. I do agree. You. And you know what? I When I first saw a picture of the cast, I picked him out and was like, oh boy. Because he thought he looked like kind of a young Einstein. Like maybe when <laughs> Einstein hmm. was like 20, maybe okay. with more kept hair and then i really like him now so his hair oh, is a good guy for me i just yeah. think he cut that mess off in the back 
Sorry. Isn't the great British baking show amazing in that so many other shows would groom and give makeovers and kind of have them look their best, you know, uh, beforehand. I think that's a really interesting thing about the unpolished personas that are involved. Like they really don't do, and and they must be in charge of all their own makeup and hair and stuff beforehand. There's no way any of them have professionally, you know, been dressed or anything like that mm-hmm. they're um, just themselves and yeah i yeah. like that yeah there's something kind of pure about that mm-hmm. yeah me too agreed me too so okay except for the Here eyebrows uh, oh yeah for the eyebrows please just somebody take help a little us call. yes yes um but let's go let's go gingerbread you ready I'm ready in another jump <laughs> moment. Ready. Oh my I'm gosh. ready. Okay. Here's the question for you though, Allison, because I've already thought this through. Okay. Are you ready? If you were to make a 3D cookie replica of a childhood toy, what would it be? You want me to tell you mine first so that you have time to think well, about it? I have not thought about this and I should have. <gasps> I can't Absolutely. believe you haven't thought about this Absolutely. because I have two that I thought would work. Okay. My original thought and how it would be a little pandering to the theme, but easy bake oven. Oh, I, did you have an easy bake oven? I loved, oh my gosh, really? Really? You didn't have one. No, but I knew someone that did. And I thought it was amazing. I baking with a light bulb. Are you kidding? What a miracle for a little child (laughs) such as myself. And I've talked about it before, but my mm-hmm. poor brother forced to eat cake with peanut butter frosting because we you get four <laughs> four cake mixes and one frosting. Like, what were they thinking? We were just going to eat plain cake. And so instead of leaving the cake plain, I'd go get the jar of peanut butter and smear it over the top and force ah. my brother to eat it. And he was so sweet. He did it. He ate it. But yeah, I think that would be um, my number one that I would do. And also... Um, Crystal makes the vanity. That was one of my favorite toys as a child, a little mirrored vanity with the drawer, the little drawers. So I love that she made that, that like hit me in the, all the heart places. That I did not have that either. However, I can totally relate as a child of the eighties. There was so much of that kind of toy out there, especially like Barbie themed and whatnot. That was a huge uh she got huge points from me for mm-hmm. that because she did it really well and she had lots of little details like oh, little, the little lipsticks lipsticks and just so many cute little the little mm-hmm. drawer open she did a great job yes the little drawer she did a great job you know i might have to get back to you because i was a doll freak you okay. know for most of my childhood and i don't know how I would translate that, except for, you know what I did have? This would have probably been a really bad idea to make. I had a head, um, the head where you could do the makeup on like Barbie. Yes. Do you remember it was her yes, head? Yes, I had one. So, uh-huh. Along the theme of like what Christelle did um, 
that would have been kind of fun. Although I don't know how I would have, I'm thinking of another baking season where they had to do the head, the bust of like their hero or something. Yes. And I'm thinking of the Freddie Mercury head that just Mm -hmm. melted into nothing. I can imagine my my head looking like that, but. But you know, what would have been the gimme on this when, you know, when I saw Giuseppe making a game and. Um, somebody else made a game and, uh, was it Jurgen? Jurgen made a game. No, he made a windmill, but a couple of games. And I thought, why didn't somebody make Candyland? Should have made Candyland. Cause it, mm, the, the little yeah. guys are just gingerbread men, you know? Yeah. 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 That would have been so easy. Well, not easy, but it would have been interactive and you could have, you know, done the little path and all the different colors mm-hmm. and the licorice forest or whatever. That would have been an easy one. Since you mentioned Jurgen, how did you like his? I didn't really have any toys oh. growing up. And I was like, oh no. He and Maggie talking about growing up. I'm like, you guys, you're breaking our hearts here. And you know it's true. They and not having toys? toys. I thought, what in the world? She had a, she had to uh, go to the beach. Yeah. It was a different yeah. time. Terrible. So she yeah, Maggie decides to make this gingerbread kind of a beach like shop or something like it was a hut like cottages or huts or whatever yeah and they were a little skeptical of it and it was not executed well at all not really but you know it was a gingerbread house it was a couple of little tiny gingerbread houses and who can crank that stuff out in four and a half hours not too many people just saying right right yeah she she did that and you're gonna made the windmill and unfortunately for amanda uh freya also chose to do a rocking horse yes. and amanda chooses to do a sugar cookie dough what which, was she thinking she said she made it sure. before but how in the world did she make it three times before and have it work that thing was crumbling from the get-go i wondered if she wasn't maybe wasn't a good Or someone that makes gingerbread, honestly. That's what I thought. Maybe it just isn't in her wheelhouse. I don't know. But and then unfortunately for her, Freya's was beautiful. Beautiful. Beautifully. That girl's got piping skills. And so But she um, made a completely different design. Yes, she with like a really Mm -hmm. wide base. Mm -hmm. And and Amanda's was a real narrow base where all that weight had to sit on it. I'm I'm no physicist, but I just feel like she she didn't really know what she was doing in terms yeah. of weight distribution, right. you know. Right. But how about the snooker table? Right. Who else? Oh, Shigs <laughs> and his snooker table. Yes. Those those balls it. were so it. perfect. <laughs> it was really cute. Really, it was. Cute. And I don't. I missed how he made his sticks, but they were made out of gingerbread too. And Aww. Paul, you know shot some of the snooker balls in. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Giuseppe makes, they called it reversi. It's Mm -hmm. like Othello, right? Is that, have you had Othello? um, Mm -hmm. I had computer Othello on the Atari back in the (laughs) eighties. Hate to brag. Sorry to brag so much. (laughs) Well, that sounds like big fun. It was. Yes. (laughs) They're like Othello, you know, like Shakespeare. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Uh, Rashika makes a pinball table or a pinball game and when she was making it i was like oh that's not gonna look good but then she made it and it was really it was interesting it was mm-hmm. almost like art deco-y kind of yeah simple it was kind yes. of simple but in a good way in a good way mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, um, yeah, Christelle the, and her vanity. We, we have to about. talk about the airplane, the flying airplane. Oh. What in the world? When when Ooh, George, yes, George, I'm like George got major props, pun intended, because it's a plane. Um, get it? <laughs> uh, to make to hang it. First of all, I'm like, yeah. you know what? If that that slips, you're done. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your motor. But he took so 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 many risks, and he made cotton candy. I uh, I'm so glad you saw that because it made me want to. Amazon, look up home <laughs> floss making. I want to make some, I want to make candy, cotton candy clouds. I don't know how he did that. I, think I don't know he, how he did it either. I think you could. I think you can do it without one. Just look can it up. You? That'll be my baking challenge to you for the week. But um, I didn't really pay attention to his clouds. The underneath, it was a pistachio and brandy cookie. I don't, underneath. I didn't see where he put them really. Oh, oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't pay much attention. Okay. I, I mean, I think that his motorized, the gimmick to it, which they asked for almost a gimmick to each yeah. one, which was like another layer of really. Mm-hmm. Well, but, interactive. Um, they interactive. interactive. Yes. Yes. And he was so successful at that. I think other <laughs> things, As opposed to Maggie, I'm dragging something with a string across <laughs> the beach. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so interactive drag the lifesaver across the beach poor mags i <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see her piping bikinis on uh yes. gingerbread cookies made me think of uh teddy graham swimming oh, suit yes 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 for sure she was you know maggie was so sweet because leading up to the reveal you know uh or rather star baker and who's going home i think she was really sweetly nervous and sort of like I didn't realize how much I cared about this and you know yep she was kind of distraught and it was kind of sweet and but you know Jerzino he just uh, he's like one of those bakers that never really got going right he didn't really have a success to build up on just things didn't seem to go his way uh you know, the first episode or the second. Yeah. And when he's like, I have interactive lights on my ship. <laughs> I'm like, he made, he did like that, you know, crunched up candy in the windows. Yeah. And then you couldn't even really see him. No. I'm like, how is that interactive? I think Maggie got you on the interactivity there with the well, dragging. It was, <laughs> it, was paint, it was painted really childlike. And then he said, well, that was intentional. I was like, oh. Okay. That yeah reminds me of Selassie from back in the day. Right. Oh yeah, that's what I meant to do. But you know what I thought was really clever that never in a million years would I have thought of was um, Lizzie saying, "Well, you can paint it. You can paint my truck." What? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And what kid doesn't want to paint cute. that? I never would have thought of that. Mm-hmm. That was that was a really cute idea. It was very cute, and, and they liked it too. Totally out of the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The toy truck. Yeah. 3D biscuit replicas of a toy with an interactive element. Uh, that was just, yeah. That was a really tough challenge, especially week two. Yeah, it was for sure. 
It's hard well, enough to make any kind of structure out of gingerbread and to make <laughs> it interactive. But that, you know what, Jurgen, that was one of the best windmills we've ever seen there. We've seen several windmills. You're right. That was very, very well done. You're right. And now that you're saying that, I didn't pay close enough attention to how he did his, you know, the blades of the windmill and how he mm-hmm. got him to stay because that has historically been a really right. And they, thing to do out and of they said, items. you know, it's so thin. His gingerbread was so thin. And that's how I like to make my gingerbread. You know, I talk about that all the time, but I like roll it as thin as I can because then that's less weight, yeah. you know, but I, mine usually isn't supporting all the, all the stuff that his was supporting. So they were like, how did you do that? How are you right. making this hold up? So yeah, good on him for Jurgen mm-hmm. once again. Starbaker again. Starbaker. Yeah. Second week in a row. Um, yeah, as I said last week, I really think he he's gonna do well. Um yep. I think he will. I think he'll be in the final. Um, we have to say goodbye to Jersey No, and I feel like we never really got to know him. No. Um, as I said, he just kind of was over before he began. Um Unfortunately, because I think he did, you know, again, maybe he's one of those bakers that would have shown in bread week, right? Or like whatever his yep. really great expertise is, we just didn't get to it. Don't and know, I just feel like don't get to see it, but um, when it's one what? of these dumb challenges that really causes them to fail, just like poor Tom last week. Mm-hmm. Um it's sort of, you're like, really? Is is he the worst baker? And Paul said that too. He's like, is that guy the worst baker? No. Was he the worst baker this week? Yup. Right. And that's right. just the name of the game, you know? And just yeah. like um, Amanda says at the end, she's like, how could they, how could they send him home? How could they? She goes, somebody's got to go, don't they? Right. Somebody's right. got to go. Right. It's very rare when they don't send somebody home. Amanda's on a little thin ice, I think. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Amanda mm-hmm. um, the next couple weeks. Maybe she'll she'll get her confidence buoyed up and she'll be amazing. Yeah, you never know who's gonna like really step it up. Like Nadia back in the day, yeah, you know? she was yeah. shaky on technicals for a long time, and then all of a sudden, woo, she was off. Well, even Candace also had some rocky first weeks, and then just yep. kind of needed her footing and. Mm-hmm. built on her confidence every week and and won it all so yep. you never yep. know never know so stay tuned i'm excited this is so exciting to not know, know the it. ending i know i know build up <laughs> some uh, tension with it tension <sighs> well that's me today i think i'm all done and dusted thank you for listening to the soggy bottom girls podcast you can find us on facebook and instagram at soggy bottom girls or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.